Today's episode is brought to you by Open Mortgage, where better is possible. To learn more, visit openmortgage.com forward slash join hyphen us. A reverse mortgage for second homes or rentals. Treasury rates haven't peaked yet. And in India, we need to create awareness about reverse mortgages. These are your top stories for the week of March 29th. You're listening to Heckin' World Weekly. It's the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. From MarketWatch, Hong Kong is definitely a guide for innovation, especially when it comes to home equity release loans. Of course, here in the U.S., we have one of the oldest and most established reverse mortgage markets in the world, but other countries have been introducing loans that are similar to the reverse mortgage or home equity conversion mortgage here in the States. Of course, it enables a retiree to utilize their home equity in their later part of their life. But other countries, as we know, have taken a different approach, and we're going to examine some of those to how these loans are used and the regulations and requirements. In Hong Kong, reverse mortgages are actually a fairly new loan compared to other countries. And the Hong Kong Mortgage Corporation is a government-owned entity, and it provides insurance to private lenders and securitizes loans, very similar to what we see with Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac here in the U.S. They launched a pilot program for the loan in July 2011. And despite that, reverse mortgages have been on the market for just under a decade. The corporation is actually innovating to allow allow the product to meet seniors' needs even more. In 2019, the Hong Kong Mortgage Corporation reworked their rules that surround the product, so a reverse mortgage borrower no longer has to live in the property that is backing or securing the loan. So it would make elderly individuals can be able to actually take out a reverse mortgage to finance their retirement, but then they could actually move somewhere else with family members or into a care or assisted living facility. And even more, in Hong Kong, those borrowers can also request approval to actually lease out or rent their home that is secured with the loan. And that gives them yet another source of funds. Can you imagine if we could do that here in the U.S.? Of course, supervision and verification would be required. The article says rental income in addition to the monthly and lump sum payouts of the reverse mortgage loan allows borrowers to enjoy more financial security in planning and retirement, an HKMC spokesperson told MarketWatch in an email. And as of December 2020, the corporation has approved 16 applications for renting out properties that are backed by a reverse mortgage. Allowing a reverse mortgage on rental units that generate income would be a game changer here in the U.S. Donald Haran, who is Professor Emeritus at Ohio State University, has performed many studies about the reverse mortgage market and said that one survey he and his colleagues collected indicated that a lot of people want to bequeath their house to their kids. They didn't want to take out a mortgage on their house, and they were worried about the implications. Now, Haran said in a scenario where the property is rented out, those funds actually could be stashed away to pay off the loan upon the parent's death. In last week's video installment of the Industry Leader Update, we discussed the implications of rising U.S. Treasury rates and the bond market. There's a little bit of back and forth going on between bond traders and the Fed. But CNBC says that Treasury rates have not peaked. CNBC reports that the U.S. 10-year Treasury could inch higher, but that may not pose a risk to financial markets, according to Juren Timmer of Fidelity Investments. I think yields could push a little higher. So far, they've got up to about 1.75%. 
I have a simple bond model that suggests 2% should be the upper limit. Last week, the 10-year constant maturity treasury note jumped above 1.7%, and that was the highest level in more than a year. And that came despite reassurance from the Federal Reserve that they had no plans to raise interest rates. But bond traders said, you know what? We're seeing inflation is going to increase in the future, so we're not so confident. Now, Timmer did downplay worries that the recent increase in bond yields and inflation expectations could mean a repeat of the 2013 taper tantrum, as it was called. That's when Treasury yields spiked suddenly because of market panic after the Federal Reserve said it planned to start tapering its quantitative easing program. City Private Bank's Chief Investment Officer David Balin said that Treasury yields have not yet hit the peak. There's no doubt that we're not done with the rate rises because we are just entering the new economic cycle. All the stimulus is in front of us, Balin said, referring to the recent $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief package that was signed by President Biden. He also added that financial markets are going through an adjustment period right now. It could be in a year's time, he said, that we're at 2 to 2.5%. Two and certainly, we think that the economy is growing at 4% plus can tolerate that. But it appears we are not the only ones here in the United States that are faced with a challenge of increasing awareness about the reverse mortgage amongst the older population. I found an article in Free Press Journal in India written by Dr. A.K. Sengupta, and he says that India is one of those countries that is seeing an exponential growth of elderly people. Sounds familiar. Better medical facilities, care, and increased longevity and less fertility rates make the elderly population the fastest growing segment in India. And according to his figures, around 101 million in 2011 were elderly, over 60 plus, but they're expecting to have more than 300 million of those in India that are over the age of 60 by 2050. And less than 10% of senior citizens actually retire with a pension paying job, and there's no substantial special security in the country as well for those individuals. So the majority of elderly individuals are going to have to depend upon savings and earned interest. And for the remainder of their life, that retirement could actually run out. So in that scenario, a scheme like a reverse mortgage, says Gupta, can come handy to help meet their monthly needs. And in that scheme, a senior citizen, 60 plus, can mortgage their unencumbered residential property with a lender and get a specific amount from the bank over a period of time. And the amount to be received really depends on the value of the property, the age of the borrower, and the prevalent interest rate. In a country like India, where pension and other forms of Social Security benefits are not easily available to many retirees, there's no reason why the reverse mortgage should not be considered as an option. The concern of children is also unfounded. In the case where children are taking care of their parents, there's no need for entering into such a transaction. A reverse mortgage is a scientific, objective, and national way of getting an income out of self-acquired property, and it should be encouraged. Need of the hour is to make elderly people aware of the scheme. Communities and associations of senior citizens have a role in that. Banks also have to play a big role by marketing the reverse mortgage scheme to older homeowners. And that concludes another episode of Heckam World Weekly. Be sure to thank our sponsor, Open Mortgage. You can do so by clicking on the banner on this page or going to openmortgage.com forward slash join 
hyphen us. Don't forget, you can listen and also subscribe to this podcast on iTunes. And if you're not there already, be sure to go to hackamworld.com. That's where you can find our weekly video series content and blog articles. Thanks again for joining us and be sure to return next week for more reverse mortgage news, analysis, and commentary. The only find here, but you can get it on the go as well. Have a great week.